As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Ricky. Who's switch all of it. Oh my goodness. Gets it to D'Lo all alone and D'Lo for the lead. <laughs> Complete mix-up by Utah, just trying to keep Towns from catching the basketball. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning, everybody. We've got all your action from a very busy Monday night in the NBA. I am Dave DeFore. Join as I am every single Tuesday morning by my man, Trevon Edwards. What's up, Trey? What's up, Dave? Look, man, it, it just comes as no surprise to me that we talk on buds about how great the Knicks are. They're on this big win streak. Julius Randle is a lock for first team All-NBA, no matter what Jay King says. And then they run into the Phoenix Suns and drop a game. The win streak is over. The Suns beat the Knicks 118 to 110. And Trey, uh, plain and simple, the story of this game is Devin Booker was awesome and Chris Paul is still the point god. That's a fact. That's a fact. Everything you said, you hit on the nail. Book was just, I looked up, yeah, quiet 30 some. (laughs) <laughs> it didn't even feel like it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, obviously the Knicks came out red hot. And, uh, you know, the Suns team, man, they are the measuring stick for, you know, certain teams. And they know how to handle adversity. Uh, if this is two years ago, they would have lost by 40, straight up. Um, but there's no no die in it. And that's Chris, that's Chris Paul's mentality, you know. Um, Mikael Bridges was great. I was so happy for him, just tr- truly, genuinely happy for him on both ends of the floor, you know, the hustle and then just making big plays for his team. And then, you know, Chris Paul, the closer that he is, you know, he, he had some explicit words to say at the end, but uh, they were worthwhile. And, you know, um, at 35 and continue to do what he's doing, man, it's remarkable. Well, and, you know, what he's so great at is a game like this where he spent most of the game facilitating. Right. He was setting guys up. He was drawing the defense away. Devin Booker was cooking. And then it's tight down the stretch and he takes over. And we've been seeing this from them all year. I mean, this is what Chris Paul's role has been on this team. And even during that stretch where it felt like Devin Booker struggled a little bit, he still deferred to Booker. And I feel like this is just part of the game plan, Trey. And I think that performances like this, where you get Devin Booker leading the charge and you get to wait around and have Chris Paul close the game, this is the stuff that makes me feel good about them going into the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I have no fear about them going, even Devin's lack of experience and, you know, this team being young. Chris Paul doesn't have to carry the load as much, but he's also has people that won't, you know, let him down in a certain situation. So um, I, I, I just really like their chances, you know, in the first round. Uh, I don't I don't have them, you know, in the finals or anything like that, but – they can they can shake the table up a a, a bunch. So um, really thinking about it when you get guys like Aiden and Bridges and Javon Carter coming off the bench. Campaign's been playing great for them. They get Jay Crowder back. You know those are the things that you're gonna really have to consider in and taking this Suns team really serious. Yeah, it's easy to forget they're they're not at full strength. Sarich was also out in this game and he's been super important for them this year. I think he should be in the running for Sixth Man of the Year with the, the job that he's done. On the other side of the equation, again, the Knicks, the, their nine-game winning streak now over. We discussed Julius Randle a lot on Buds. He had 18 points, six rebounds. He was fine in this game. I mean, it, it was a run-of-the-mill night for him. It wasn't excellent. I, I thought Phoenix did a good job of, of minimizing his impact on the offensive end. And you could see that it caused the offense to sputter quite a bit. And we, we talked about Alfred Payton on the show, and so – uh, Andrew Schleck reminded me before we went on to record, I needed to point this out because Alfred Payton started the game and was plus six in 15 minutes. So uh, just goes to show I just need to keep my mouth shut on buds. Uh, Rosen quickly, we're good, though. Now, I, I got to ask you, with as good as quickly as Ben, do you feel like it was a big oversight by Sam Vecini, James Edwards, and John Hollinger to not have him in the redraft of his draft. I, I feel like those guys really missed the boat here. <laughs> they missed the boat just as much as me putting not having Steph Curry in the first uh, in the first <laughs> team All NBA. So well, I'm going to give him a pass. Guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, guys. you know, it just slips our mind sometimes, and and I think it was an honest mistake. Yeah, Derrick Rose was awesome in this game. Had 22 points, 10 of 18. I thought his playmaking, especially in the second half was exactly what they needed at the time. Uh, third quarter came out. He started finding shooters in the corner. Reggie Bullock had a, a fantastic game, and I think he's one of the guys that really benefits when, when Derrick Rose is out on the court. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I mean, psh, Bullock's shooting the lights out. I think he's fourth fourth in uh, three-point shooting in the month of April. Um, really comfortable out there, finding a niche. Um, I say it time in, time out on different platforms all over. The Knicks miss Alex Burke shooting as well. Um, but, I mean, they've had a hell of a run so far, and they're going to continue to just do what they do. Um, this one loss is not just going to to shake it up, but it was fun while it lasted seeing them kind of win out. Well, Nick's sanity, man. It was a great run. And we're at the time of the year where these games really do matter every single day. And if we check in on the standings, you know, with the Suns win and the Jazz loss, to the Tim, uh, the Timberwolves in in tonight, the Jazz are now only one game up on the Suns for the first seed in, in the West and in the East. The the Knicks are actually tied with the Hawks for fourth. Uh, both of those teams losing tonight. So you know I know that there's going to be some jockeying for position on both sides, but it's going to be fascinating in particular to watch at the top of the West because you've got the Lakers now as the five seed, potentially the four seed. You know depending on how things shake out as Anthony Davis and LeBron James come back. Uh, I don't know if the Suns or Lakers or, or uh, the Jazz want to run into the Lakers in the second round. I wonder if they might try to tank down to get that Clippers matchup. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, 
Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. In the rest of the games, Monday night, the Nuggets beat the Grizzlies 120-96. And, and you and I, we talked about it. We thought this might be another big game. We got that big triple overtime bout last week, and this wasn't that. The, the Nuggets really steamrolled them quite a bit. And, and Michael Porter Jr. was just fantastic. Taking what feels like another leap, before our eyes had 31.7 rebounds in this game since Jamal Murray suffered his knee injury. Michael Porter Jr. is at 25.7 points per game and his shooting splits tray 55% from the field, 54% on threes and 82% from the line. Michael Porter Jr. is he now like it's it's the big two with him and Jokic now, right? Team light skin, baby. Team light skin. Oh, wait, wait. Is Jokic um, honorary light skin? Is that where we're at? He's honorary light skin for sure. You know, especially adding Austin Rivers to the to the mix. They're just, you know, <laughs> the only the, the only Lone Ranger is PJ Dozier. Does this um, make you like? Do you do you believe in the Nuggets even though they lost Jamal Murray because of games like this? Like, it, it's tough for me to reconcile because you see that they can do it against good teams. It's just that when when I sit and think about it, it's like, well, I can't expect it. Um, I'm not counting them out. I do think that they still belong and they're not going to like lose games because they're still very, they're coached by a a very good coach. And then also plug and play. Um, MPJ has been waiting for this moment, you know, since high school, since he was the number one senior in the country. So, uh, he's finally getting that opportunity. You know, he made some comments last year. Um, when he was, you know, playing and saying that he wanted more touches and, you know, like kind of taking shots at certain guys. And now uh, in this in this time of his career, he's, he's getting that opportunity to step up and prove why he gets to shoot those attempts. And, you know, his points per games is up and everything, you know, with Murray down. Um, but hopefully they don't go individual part and, you know, they continue to go up. But they, you know, obviously I, I just don't see them as a major threat to the Lakers, but. The Clippers might have to look out for them still. Uh, the Raptors beat the, the Cleveland Cavaliers 112-96. Uh, the big, biggest thing that happened in this game was that weird Kevin Love play. The referee throws him the ball, and he kind of slaps at it, I don't know, dejectedly. I don't know. He's pretty clearly frustrated, and it becomes a turnover and, and turns into a, a Raptors three. What the hell's going on with Kevin Love here, man? I have no idea. I mean, he has uh, last month of school vibes. <laughs> he's ready. He's clocked out. I don't know why this is, Trey, but the Minnesota Timberwolves seem to have the Utah Jazz number. They beat him for the third time this season, which is just, I mean, it's kind of pathetic when you consider that the Timberwolves have only won 18 games all year. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about how this puts the Jazz in a precarious situation of only being one game up on the Suns. But look, we got to talk about this Gobert where, where he bit on the fake from, from D'Angelo Russell and Gives up a game-winning layup. Is this the worst miscue that you could think of for the front runner for the defensive player of the year? Especially given time and score. I mean, it just 
what a boneheaded play. Just awful. Yeah, I mean. It I, happens. I'm not, I'm not, but it's one of it the happens. worst I can remember, Trey. It, it happens, and yes, for for all the love that he gets, he's not allowed to make those type of plays, especially for, you know, the game. That's <laughs> right. That, That's right. That net play right there cost the game. Uh, so no more campaigning for Defensive Player of the Year. You know, you, you should – look – Rudy Gobert should win Defensive Player of the Year. But after blowing that play, no more campaigning. It's over. (laughs) The curse of the power rankings continues. Shout out to Zach Harper. The Pelicans beat the Clippers 120-103. to They just steamrolled them. And, you know, you're going to have nights like that. It's the NBA. The Lakers beat the Magic. Uh, Anthony Davis is back, starting to round into shape. Looks a little bit better. What do you think? I think the Lakers are going to be pretty good, man. I'm not worried about them at all. I I keep trying to talk myself into being worried about them. And then I just do the thing that you did earlier. It's LeBron. They're going to be fine. Yeah, I'm not losing any sleep over any of this stuff. I mean, they were making a big deal. They made the dramatic, like, this is a must-win game. You know, it started off a little slow, and the Magic looked like they were about to do something. But, nah, they're not losing these games. They're going to get it together. They're going to be right and ready. My theory is I don't even think LeBron was hurt. I think he just got some rest. <laughs> to be honest, I think he just rested up, man. And I, I look. It. I definitely think that they've milked this a little bit to get the extra rest. But I want to see what they look like as they as they start rounding into form. I'm really, uh, I'm my biggest concern is conditioning. We saw that in the bubble when they came back, and and things at the beginning of the playoffs were a little off for them. But it's the Lakers. It's LeBron. I ain't too worried. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about all the other podcasts we've got at the Athletic Podcast Network. Go to theathletic.com slash daily ding and sign up now if you haven't already. I'm sure you have. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Trey, send us home. Ding, ding. <laughs>